Hi, welcome back to And Also with Kathy and Christine. Hi. Um, so today we're doing chapter 10 of Twilight. Uh, so this is episode 10. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this chapter is called Interrogations and, uh, let's jump right in. Okay, so last time we saw Bella and Edward, they, Edward had just dropped Bella off and Bella had declared, you know, her undying love for Edward. She was irrevocably in love with him and sorry unconditionally and irrevocably <laughs> yeah sorry about that um so then there's the next morning and um she's like i had to like convince myself argue with the part of myself that was thinking logically that everything that i thought that happened didn't actually happen she clung to the parts that she couldn't have imagined like his smell and I'm just wondering, she mentions his smell so much that I'm wondering if Stephanie Meyer has some sort of... What, what is there an olfactory fetish? Like, is that a thing? I'm sure there is. Okay, well, Stephanie Meyer definitely has it. And she she transferred it. It's transference is what's happening here. She transferred on Bella. I also feel like... That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird? anybody but also like to be so anti-sex as stephanie meyer clearly is right it's weird to drop in like this, she's, I, this right yeah no but she's like obsessed with the smell yeah yeah, yeah. and like i don't know maybe it's, it, it's just weird because there's also like the only smell i can imagine that's like good enough to like make a comment on and not be weird is baby smell yeah, babies smell great. No, man, I do that all the time, but, man, you smell nice. No, 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 but we're, okay, you smell nice is different than she's, like, his smell. She sniffed his jacket. No problem. Remember last time? She was, like, <laughs> one last, you know, whiff for the road. Mm -hmm. No shape, like, I no, this is past you smell nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, that's gone on long enough. Um. So, anyway, no, let's talk about it some more. <laughs> <laughs> this is now a smell fetish podcast. <laughs> Please write in your favorite smell. No, I don't care. I promise. I don't want to know. Okay, so anyway, so she she's like, well, um, she's glad about it being rainy and foggy because there's no excuse for him to not be at school. And I'm like, wow, how the tables have turned. Because right. when she first got there, she's like, oh, it's so muggy. Not muggy. It's so foggy and it's so cloudy. Now she's like, yes. Yes, this man can't escape me today. <laughs> um, Relatable, honestly. <laughs> Um, so then she's like, as she's I like, hate my laugh. I don't hate my laugh. I actually like my laugh, but on audio, it just I sound so screechy and uh, like not that screechy. Thanks. Um. Anyway, she's like, she gets up. She's going to 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 drive to school, and then who's who's in her driveway? Edward. Well, he just showed up. That. And he's like, "Do you want to ride with me today?" And then she goes, "He was really giving me a choice. I was free to refuse, and part of him hoped for that." It was a vain hope. And I'm like, he, the bar is in hell because she's like, he's giving me a choice whether you want to get in the car with him or not. Meanwhile, he didn't give you that choice when she was like passing out because of the blood, um, the blood typing. He was like, no, you come with me, dragged her to the car. And now this time he's like, oh, okay, do you want to ride to school? <laughs> she's like, no, of course I'm going to go with him. So she says, yes. I mean, like, anyway, so she's like, yes. Have you smelled him? <laughs> She's like, yes, thank you. She gets in the car, and he has his jacket on the seat. <clears throat> He's like, <laughs> you liked it so much last night. I just decided to. 
Um, and she's like, she gets in the car and she sniffs the jacket as as you would you would think she would do. She sniffs the jacket and she's like, oh, it was even better than I remember. Oh, um, it's weird. He says like, um, she, she also has no style. Why did Stephanie Meyer write him like this? Because it was two thousand five. Yeah, was okay, like? but he dresses like the hundred year old that he is. Yeah, but the two early the two thousands were crazy fashion wise. Yeah, I guess. Like no one could pin it down. Yeah. And like, they were throwing everything at the wall to see what stuck. And everything stuck, and that's kind of the problem. It was horrible. And then you have... Yeah, but, like, this is Mormon couture, what Edward has going on. Oh, my gosh, it is. Okay, describe it. Go ahead. <laughs> she, said, she said, I noticed that he wore no jacket himself, just a light gray knit V-neck shirt with long sleeves. I'm sorry, a V-neck shirt with long sleeves? Okay, anyway. Um, again, the fabric... Edward is modest. He's, a, he's just a modest, <laughs> humble, 108-year-old boy. <laughs> Again, the fabric clung to his perfectly muscled chest. Modest? Yeah. It was a colossal tribute to his face that it kept my eyes away from his body. And I'm just like, stop perving on Edward. (laughs) Stephanie. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Okay. Mormon couture. Well. Well. Are you lying? Um, So then. (laughs) That's what you said. Are you dying? I'm like, a little. (laughs) A little bit. So she's like, I feel a little awkward because like, this isn't. The night before where we were, like, being honest, the walls were down, okay. Um, yeah, but I also feel like that's the first semblance of, like, actual romantic, like... Yeah, like that a, awkwardness. Right, like, a truly no-weird-vampire situation, a truly straight-up romantic relationship, and not just between teenagers, just in general. Um, this is the first semblance of, like, normalcy that exists in this relationship. Just, like, feeling like, oh, last night we were vulnerable with each other, and now, I don't know, are those, like, are we still doing that? Are we being candid today? I'm tongue-tied. I don't know what to say. I'm gonna let him speak. I think that was, like, the first, like, bit of normal that she's had. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And so he's like, uh, what, no no 20 questions today? She's like, do my questions bother you? And he's telling her that his her reactions do. And she was like, well, do I react badly? And he's like, well, you just don't react normal. Then she goes, I always, and he says, it makes me wonder what you're really thinking. And so she goes, I always tell you what I'm really thinking. He was like, you edit, he accused. She says, not very much. And he goes, enough to drive me insane, which bothers me because that's how normal people have to interact with other people. Like the fact that he's upset because he's not, uh, he doesn't have access to her thoughts immediately as they're happening. Her unprocessed, unedited thoughts, get over it. What? I don't think he's a semi. I think he's just like. I don't think he's a semi. I don't. I don't think that he's. I think you. I think you think he's more of a semi than than he actually is. All he said was, um, but he's always complaining about not being able to hear her thoughts, not knowing exactly what she's thinking. Right. My issue is more him being like. I don't have access to your all of your innermost thoughts. But that's just but, it. That's just it. Mm-hmm. You're framing it as, I don't have access to the things that you don't want me to have access to. And that's not where he's coming from. He's coming from a place of, for 90 plus years or however long he's been a vampire, I have not had to not know what people are thinking. This is just how it's been. It's not about access to her. It's about knowing what she's thinking. And I think that there's a difference. Okay, fair. But also, if she's telling you this is what she's thinking... Then take her at her word. Believe what she's saying. It's about power. I'm sorry. But it's about power. He's like, I have, if I have access to her thoughts unedited, then I know more. But like now it kind of, it kind of like evens out the, 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 the playing field a little bit because 
you just have to go based on what she's telling you. And if you're perceptive enough, you can read her, uh, you know, body language or whatever. To me, it is about power. Make, but it's it to me. Because I also feel like people's thoughts are their own. Like, this whole idea of him being like, oh, I want to know her thoughts all the time. Like, I'm sorry. Get a hobby. What do you mean I want to know your thoughts at all times? No, you don't. They're mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Those are, these are my hangups. <laughs> what? Bye. No way. Anyway, so... Um, so she's like, where's your family? He's like, they took Rosalie's car. She's like, she's like, she's like, she took a break from sniffing his jacket to be like, but there's people missing here. Because they took Rosalie's car and they parked next to a glossy red convertible with the top up. He goes, ostentatious, isn't it? And she's like, why are you guys, why do you have these big cars or these fast cars if you want to try to blend in? Because he's like, she's like, why do they drive in your Volvo if they have this? And he's like, well, we're trying to blend in. And she's like, mm. They were getting in the first place. He's like, you know, we're just, you know, these indulgences. So he goes, have you noticed? I'm breaking all the rules now. And she's like, <laughs> stop it. But like, she ain't asking the questions that she should be asking. It's like, does that mean dietary rules too? Or are those like firm? Or are those like, there's no... I mean, she don't care. The, yeah, but the cheek. If she were to be like, does that include dietary rules? And he's been telling her all along, right. you could, I could kill you. And he's she's like, told her. She's like, no, you can't, baby. I trust you after a day with you, but we'll get there. Uh, so they go into the class, to the school. They see Jessica. Um, Edward is, is like, um, good morning, Jessica. Edward said politely, it wasn't his fault that his voice was so irresistible or what his eyes were capable of. And I'm like, yes, it is. He knows what he's doing. Even if he wasn't a vampire, an attractive, rich guy, he knows what he's doing. One, two, he can read Jessica's thoughts. So he knows exactly what to do. To get what he wants from Jessica. But he's not getting anything from Jessica. But that's not my point. Okay, fine. He's not getting anything from Jessica, but he he knows what he's doing. She's like, oh, he's he's just so attractive. He knows what he's doing. I don't know. He I don't know. Okay, but okay. <laughs> Why are you making me defend Edward? It's I don't think that he's doing anything right now. I think he's just looking the way he looks. No, no, let me finish. <laughs> I think he is just looking the way he looks and just speaking the way he speaks. And he is just so unalterably attractive to human beings that Jessica's just like, you know, because that's just what they're like. He says that he's established that. Yes, there are times where he uses that to his advantage when he like tries to like lean on women to and be like, you know, like I'm cute, haha, cheeky, cheeky, this and that. But that and that's and that's fair. And like hold his feet to the fire when he's doing that. Sure, he's not doing that. He's literally just standing there right okay, now. Okay, all right, but okay, fine. But I'm talking about her. She's like, it's not his fault. He can't help it. He can. But she doesn't know he can. Fine. Right. Fine. No, Fine. but it's not that. It's right in this moment. Okay. He's, he's not, not doing anything. He's just standing there. Okay. And so when she's like, yo, Jessica's acting a mess right now, looking at him like that. Then she goes, oh, but you know, can't blame her. He can't help it. I don't think that there's, like, I feel like there's there's nothing, I don't think that there's anything to look, anything deeper to, like, dig into here. Okay. He's just... Good looking. Okay. Alright. So anyway, um <laughs> so he's like he's like, Oh, she's gonna have a lot of questions and so what are you gonna tell her? And she's like, A little help. Like what does she wanna know? And he goes, he shook his head, grinning wickedly, that's not fair. She's like, No, not sharing what you know, now that's not fair. And it's like, please share my friend's private thoughts with me so that I can or pretend to have a genuine conversation with someone who I claim to be my friend. Right. Yeah, that was that was like it, for her to be like Please probe into my friend's thoughts for me, please. And it's also out of character because everything Bella has done up until now would indicate to me that she would be like, please don't listen to her thoughts. Like, 
try like do your best to make my friend's thoughts off limits to you i, I yeah that, but that, that's the, but when she gets to the, when she when when she starts to like get into the the whole thing with getting with edwards it's like the only thing that matters right. to her because she even uses jessica's thoughts later which we'll get to that and so he goes hmm he paused to catch a stray a stray lock of hair that was escaping the twist on my neck and wandered back into place my heart spluttered uh hyperactively so now she had a very different reaction when mike did that um um i'm gonna uh, yes i wrote down go ahead i wrote down can we talk about how when mike did this i was living and i'm not so mad about edward doing it i think because like i also feel like she had kind of like a reaction but so did i i was like don't touch her hair without her like permission oh or without asking but I, i feel like in this instance she has made it clear that there's an attraction I still, I still feel like he should just go around touching her, but I don't know. Like, I feel like this to me feels kind of like, I mean, corny and like cheesy, but romantic because they have established that, that sort of romantic relationship, that sort of attraction. Um, and she hasn't like, at no point has she turned him down at all. At all. Whereas with Mike, he, she turned him down yes. several times and he still came over with that kind of energy. Like, here, let me, like, let me, let me be smooth. But yeah. Wasn't smooth. Right. So I think that's what it is. Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just. It was still kind of. It's for me. It's still a little bit kind of like it'll stop. But also, she has been like, no, please continue. <laughs> so he and, and so she hasn't said it out loud because she's afraid to like expose too much of her feelings. But she's made it obvious. I think that I think I think it's fair to say that she's made it obvious that she is attracted to him. And if he decided to tuck a lock of hair behind her ear, she's fine with it. Also, um, this was like this was like uh, he like he put that lock of her hair like I don't want to like you know like belabor this point, but he did that kind of like as they were in conversation. Yeah, he didn't. Nowhere he didn't go. Hmm, look at this lock of hair. Let me put it behind your ear. Like with yeah. Mike, he was like, "Wait, your hair is like he he looked for the opportunity to the touch her." Right. Um, and this is is like you know hair was coming out of her her. And he didn't have to, like, put it behind her ear. And, like, you know, he probably could have been like, yo, yo. I don't know. It's weird, though, because, like, what was he going to do? Like, yo, your hair's all over the place? She would have died right there. <laughs> she would have been like, oh, my gosh. I want to go back to Arizona. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, so then she goes, and as for her other question, because he, he was like, she just wants to know what happened and how you feel about me. He's like, as for her other question, well, I'll be listening to hear the answer to that one myself. <sighs> and then he goes, she goes, one of his... One side of his mouth pulled up into my favorite uneven smile. And all I got was that Debbie Ryan video oh, no. <laughs> which, from Radio Rebel that she's like, no. you know? I'm like, that's not cute. That's terrible. Um, okay, so then she goes to class. Morning, Bella, Mike said from the seat next to me. I looked up to see an odd, almost resigned look on his face. Now, here's the thing. First of all, just last night, Jessica was talking about how they were, she was naming, she was picking baby names mm-hmm. just the night before. Mm-hmm. She made it seem like they were going to, she was planning, I'm sorry, she was going to link up their calendars for a kiss. Okay? <laughs> and so, to me, I'm like, okay, so then he's he's with Jessica. So, this resigned look on his face is, one, disappointing for Jessica, but we already know Jessica Stanley doesn't love herself. And second, he's only resigned now because she supposedly has a boyfriend. Men are trash, bro. Just like, period. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's with Cullen now. She's off limits. Bro, she was off limits when she said she wanted to do with you. Like, right. And then, so then he goes, like, how was Port Angeles? She's like, it was great. You know, Jessica, she mentions that he asked, did she say anything about Monday night, which was their date? And she goes, 
Yeah, she said she had a really good time. And he was like, oh, she did? Like, he seemed really excited about it. Yeah. In this part, I didn't hate him. I was no, just like, he, he was a normal guy. Yeah, and I was just like, and it's funny because, like, I remember we called him a simp, like, a few episodes back. And, like, I feel like... But he was a simp in a few episodes okay, back. But, but, he wasn't a He's not being a simp here. <laughs> but I just feel like, because... because <laughs> I was just thinking about, like, the use of the word simp and, like, the meaning. Um, for me, it's, like, it's not just someone who likes someone. But somebody who like falls all over themselves and like and yeah. and kind of makes a fool of themselves quite often right, for, for this, someone who yeah. has no interest in them. Right. But Jessica does. So he's not a sim- he's not a simp for Jessica. He was only a simp for Bella. That's right. Anyway, so then she- I'm gonna be honest with you. Like this chapter was cool and all, but I, like where's Jacob at? <laughs> okay, all right. I think he's in the next chapter. That's great. Um. So anyway. Um, so she she goes to class and Jessica's like, what happened last night? And she's like, he brought me dinner and then he drove me home. She glared at me, her expression stiff with skepticism. What does that mean? What does stiff with skepticism mean? Uh, I, no, you, there's no way for you to fix that. Like, there's no yeah, way for you to fix that. of course. Go ahead, go ahead, she glared at me, her expression skeptical. Okay, boom. <laughs> stiff with skepticism. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she can't turn her neck. She's like, Jessica, I don't believe you. <laughs> From the corner of her eye because she can't turn her. <laughs> Jessica went to full rigor mortis. <laughs> She's like, you did what? He t- dinner and a drive home? Just a day. She's like, I don't might be a vampire, but Bella, there's some things you don't know about me. When I'm being lied to, my body starts to just <laughs> shut down. It's different with skepticism. <laughs> um, okay, so then she goes... He offered, so she's like, he offered me to drive me to Seattle. And she's like, does that count as an, an, an as a second date? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, well, then yes. Jessica goes, wow. She exaggerated <laughs> the word into three syllables. Edward Cullen. And she's like, I know. And she's like, wow, I didn't even get to cover it. Now Jessica goes, wait. Her hands flew up. Palms toward me like she was stopping traffic. Has he kissed you? Honey, it was one night. You're not about to sit here and ask kissy kissy questions when you got to... Get a palm pilot out to kiss your boyfriend, to kiss your man who you already, in your mind, have four kids with. <laughs> like, no, but that's just it. She was like, did he, has he kissed you? And in her head, she was like, he, he better not. He better not have kissed her. A, a week. A week is the decent waiting period between date and kissing. Okay? I will not abide. Listen, your mom may be flighty. You don't have to be that way, Bella. Break that generational curse. <laughs> And then I'm just like, how dare you, Jessica? How dare you bring up this kiss when you have literally, it's planned a week in advance. That, that this, anyway. So she goes, please, Bella. She begged, give me some details. She goes, well, okay, I've got one. You should have seen the waitress flirting with him. It was over the top, but he didn't pay any attention to her at all. Let him make what he could of that. And I hate the idea of her talking to her friend specifically for his benefit. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's like in, in, in Grey's Anatomy. When the when Christina and and Burke ended up not getting married, and she goes to um uh, Meredith goes to the front of the church and she goes, it's over, it's over, it's all over. I'm or, or something like that. And um she's looking dead at Derek and like and then um and then Burke's mother goes to her later on like, don't think I ain't catch you using my son's miss uh fortune to send some cute little message to your man in the audience and like he, she gave her some smoke because of it mama burke was uh yeah. she was about it but anyway 
She was. You're yeah. like, it's nothing like that. Moving right along. <laughs> and no, it was a little bit like that. I, but I just hate the idea that she's like using her friend, her conversation with her friend to talk to him. Because then she's like, it's, it's not just she's okay with him invading Jessica's thoughts. Yeah. She's using it. She's. It wasn't just passive. It's not like, oh well, he's gonna, you know, he's using her thoughts to keep track of me. It's now, it's past targeted. passive. It's, it's now direct. it's targeted. It's direct. Exactly. Yeah. She's being proactive she's, and using Jessica's thoughts to speak to him. She's when curating. She, exactly. Like, her conversations. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. That. Yeah. I mean, so she goes, um, he must like you, and she goes, I think so. It's so hard to tell. He's always so cryptic. I threw this in for his benefit, girl. Also, he's so cryptic. But him, no. Am I alone? Okay, so then she goes, here's a Stephanie Meyer special, the second one for the chapter. We are, like, two pages in. Um, not really. Then she goes, aren't you afraid to be around him? She's like, why? And she's like, he's so intimidating. I wouldn't know what to say to him. And she goes, I do have some trouble with incoherency. Now, <laughs> incoherency is a word, mm-hmm. but why would you choose it? <laughs> That's the question. Now, you could say, I have a problem with incoherence. Right. Right. Because incoherency is a word, a, a different way to say incoherence, which incoherence is a more regular word. Right. Um, or I have a problem remaining coherent around him. I have a problem with getting my thoughts together, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm, incoherency, that actually reminded me of Warren G. Harding, mm-hmm. how he made up the word normalcy, like before it was normality, I think. And he didn't know the word. And so he said normalcy, but nobody corrected him. Which is funny because you actually use normalcy earlier. Yeah, I, I use normalcy quite often actually. It wasn't a word unless unless. Um, Shouts to Warren G. Harding. <laughs> so she goes, "Oh well, he is unbelievably gorgeous." Jessica shrugged as if this excluded ex- excused any flaws, which in her book it probably did. And I hate that because it's so judgy. Because Jessica's not the one, you know, riding cars with vampires. Did I just plug our last episode? You oh did. My God. <laughs> Sorry. You did. You're Jessica, not. <laughs> Jessica's not the one who's chilling with vampires, who's like, you know what? You could kill me, ah, 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 whatever. She's mm. not the one doing that because he's, like, fine and rich. She's not the one doing that. So right. to be judgy and saying, well, t- in her book, it probably did excuse. Because Jessica's excusing old boy Mike, and he's not fine and rich. Right. It's just really judgy. Real quick, she goes, um, she goes, there's a lot more to him than that. And I'm just like, I don't. Show me the notes. How, show your work, Bella. Show how your work. would you know? Like y'all haven't even. I don't know. <laughs> y'all haven't had that. Like no, you have deeper connection that I could tell. Oh, and then she goes. I can't explain it right, but he's even more unbelievable behind the face. Oh, the vampire who wanted to be good, who ran around saving people's lives so he wouldn't be a monster. And I'm like, first of all, that's called overcompensation. Mm-hmm. Second of all, the bar is still in hell. Right. She's like, this man could kill people, but he don't. Ooh, it's a- <laughs> ooh, no, honey, no, no, Bella, stop, <laughs> stop. This is like, uh, um. It's always the ones that, like, imagine the stuff that he has done. Right. Because, like, for him to be so, like, tortured, what has he actually done? Right. Do you know that, Bella? No, I she don't. I don't think you do. She don't. And she don't care, he, more importantly. That's true. Um, it's so, like, it's that, it's that Stefan Salvatore thing of, like... <laughs> we went, like, two episodes without a Vampire Diaries reference. We had to fix it. <laughs> it is that Stefan Salvatore. Now, if you want to talk about somebody who overcompensated, but he was actually a good guy... Stephen Salvatore. I mean, Stephen Salvatore. We're not talking about that. Stephen Salvatore was actually a good guy when he was being himself and not the monster. (laughs) Anyway, 
But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Bella and, and Edward. Anyway, so then she's like, how much do you like him? Which is just a weird question. Like, she's like, do you really like him? She's like, yes. How much do you like him? What kind of question is that? I don't think it's that weird, actually. How much do you like him? Like, if she said, do you like him? Yes. Do you really like him? Yes. Oh, yeah? How much do you really like him? What kind of question is that? Yeah, Yo, but if somebody... I'm sorry, but if I'm talking to somebody who's like, do you like him? Yeah, I do. Do you really like him? Yeah. How much do you like him? Mean, you, why are you getting so specific? What the... You giving me a... You, you finna give me a scale or something? Well, one to ten? On. Here, like, okay. okay. Okay, okay, okay. But here's... So she goes, so you like him then? She says, yes, currently. I mean, do you really like him? I think she was kind of like, no, no, no. When I say like him, I mean like romantically. And she says, Yes. And she's like, how much do you like him? Like, I, for me, I feel like she's, how much do you like him? Yeah, but I also feel like it's, it, she's been telling her, yes, yes. And like, look, you know, she doesn't have to tell her. But the simpler way would be, do you like him like him? But she's like, how much do you like him? I feel like it was the only reason why she asked it that way. So she could be like, too much, more than he likes me. She's but like, I don't see how I can help that. I mean, she could have rephrased that. I'm like, would you throw it back? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think that Bella would have to answer in the affirmative. Yes. Um, anyway, so she's like too much. And I, I feel they're like Jessica pressed too much. Like, I don't like the way that she phrased the question. I don't like that she kept asking the question. Bella says she liked him, leave it at that. Because then it put her in a weird position. But also she's like, but more than he likes me. But I don't see how I can help that. And I'm just like, you got a little bit personal. She really did. <laughs> she could have been like too much, girl. He's all I think about. More than he likes me. How could I help that? Like, okay. Alright. Yeah, like yeah. even if she had and she could have ended it at like more than he likes me, I'm sure. But like but I don't know how I can help that. Mm. That was a cry for help. <laughs> Jessica was like, Oh wow, oh wow. 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 Or wow. <laughs> um and so then she's like, Oh hey, also by the way, Mike asked about you and she said, Oh, how you been holding out? And so this is also teen girl stuff where she's like telling her all about what Mike Mike asked and what she told her. She's like, I want every single detail, like what did he look like? Like what 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 expression did he make? And so that's also teen girl stuff. So after Spanish class, um she gets she they're leaving and they're about to go to lunch and then outside of her door, Edward's standing there against the wall. She says, looking more like a Greek god than anyone had the right to. And I'm just like, this is just a quick reminder that he's able to know where she is at all times. So just in case you were getting a little too romantic, a little too sweet on him, just a reminder, he has access to you at all times. Cool. What? <laughs> what? They go to the same school! That's not my point. No, 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 no. No, they go to the same school, fine, which means that they're going to be in the cafeteria at the same time. He could be waiting at the table for her. He does not have to pick her up from her class right when the bell rang. Like, what? For what? For what? Because if they're dating, that's what boyfriends do. I guess couples are corny. Anyway, um, <laughs> child, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I just feel like there are some legitimate things that Edward does that I don't know that this is one of them. Okay. I don't mean to, like, for me, for me, it's like him him going to pick her up from class feels like they've already established that they're So maybe I really do have this thing where I, like, I I'm really am a more, more private person than I even realized because this bothers me. But, but her whereabouts while she's at school are not necessarily private. They're not. But, like, if his class is not, and it doesn't say whether his class is near hers or not. But he's really going out of his way to, like, pick her up at, 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 at class. Like, why? Just meet me in the cafeteria. Like, let me breathe. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I know she's not thinking that because she wants to spend all her time with him. But, like, 
for me, I'm just like, bro, like, and, and, and to me, it does feel like a reminder that he has, he could just show up whenever he wants. But he, he could, but that's not, that's not inherently, like, a threatening thing, or, or, <laughs> I, I feel like anybody could, show, like, like, Mike, or, like, or anyone else could have, like, shown up to, to her, her, outside her, her, uh, class. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I, okay, and so so I think definitely on this we are like split. Uh, um, I don't think it's it's like an invasion of her privacy for him to be waiting outside her class. Yeah, like going into like her bedroom at night. Definitely clear invasion. <laughs> Showing up outside her class to pick her up and walk together when they're dating. I don't know that. that to me, that is an invasion of privacy. It's fine. It's 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 one of my hangups. Keep exposing myself on here. All right, so she was like, so they he um they went to the to the lunchroom and she goes, his eyes return to my face every few seconds. Their expression speculative. I again, what does that mean? Wait, where are you reading? Here, his expression is speculative. Curious. Okay, yeah. She he's like getting the 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 food for them to like go to the table. She's he's like pouring or getting mad food on the on the tray. She's like, what are you doing? You're not getting all that for me. And he was like, half is for me, of course, because she got no discretion. She's like, I can't eat all that. And mm-hmm. anybody who's near them would be like, but he's getting for both of them. So then they go sit together at lunch. Uh, and then she goes, he, she was like, I'm curious. You're always curious. Okay. She goes, um, can you eat? And so he takes a bite of pizza. And then he goes, if someone dared you to eat dirt, you could, couldn't you? And then she goes, I did I did once on a dare. It wasn't so bad. He goes, like, I suppose I'm not surprised. And I'm like, I don't know why he says he's not surprised. Like, what about her indicated to him that she ate dirt once before? I don't understand. He's like, I'm not surprised you ate dirt on a dare. I, I, I would actually assume that she wouldn't She wouldn't allow herself to be dared. Like, to yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't imagine Bella playing truth or dare. Or, or to be like, oh, I dare you to eat dirt. If I would be like, oh, bet. But at the same at at the same time, I could see someone being like, "Eat dirt, you wouldn't," and all the girls being like, "Ew, dirt," and Bella being like, "Oh, you think you're gonna test me?" No, not just that, but like being like, "You think you're gonna test me?" And like, I feel like the only way I see it happening is if if, like a boy goes, "Bella, eat dirt." I bet you won't, and she's like, "You bet I won't." You know, and then like she does it. That's how. That's the only way I see it. So in that sense, I could see where he's like, I. Like, why? I'm not surprised. Because it's so... Because, like, the only way... Because she says it was as, on a dare. Like, she explicitly said, I did it once on, on a, a dare. dare. Right. And I think that that makes it clear that, like, it wasn't her idea, but yeah. she wasn't about to be challenged and not... and not. Right. That's true. Okay. That's true. Um. So then uh, he's like, Jessica's analyzing everything that's happening over here, blah, blah. And so I put down the apple. She had apple in her hand and took a bite of the pizza, looking away, knowing he was about to start. Now, here's the thing. I'm sorry. He just took a bite of the pizza. <laughs> and now she's taking a bite of the pizza. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Y'all sharing food? <laughs> I, like, I know couples who've been together for a really long time, they do that. But, like, y'all had one conversation. What, two, three conversations, maybe? And he saved your life. And I know I keep saying about this trombone thing. But, like, sharing food. I'm, this girl ate dirt. You think she's so much? <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna I'm go to the next no, one. No no, 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 no. So, so she goes, no, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. I get what you're saying because that was my immediate reaction too. Like, how are you just eating off of each other when you don't 
Yeah, like, I don't truly know each other. But also, she thinks she's in love with him. So, like, she thinks she's in love with... Listen, if she is willing to put herself at risk to the point where he could kill her, but in, like, the day-to-day, it's nasty. I... I know you agree. I agree for me personally. (laughs) Um, I'm sure there are people who eat off of each other. Like, (laughs) I don't know if I should apologize to those people because, like, I don't want you to be offended. But like, get your priorities together too. Like in a pandemic, in a pandemic, y'all gonna be eating off each other? No. no. Or that one. Okay, well, anyways, and then she, she he's telling her like he that that she said something to Jessica that he didn't like, and he, she goes, "I'm not surprised you heard something you didn't like." You know what they say about eavesdroppers, and I'm just like, "What kind of logic is it that you're just like, uh, I'm surprised? I'm not surprised that you didn't hear it. You heard something you didn't like when she was saying things for his benefit, for her to be like, for her to say she was saying things so that he could hear her and be like, well, that's what you get for eavesdropping. I'm sorry, that don't that don't add up. Yeah, you either with it or you not. Like there's no there's no gray area here." Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be like, um, invade my friend's th- my friend's thoughts until we get too personal with my thoughts. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. You either fight with him and doing it, or you're not. Anyway, and he was like, I warned you, I would be listening, and she's like, okay, so that you know, yeah, that makes up for it. Um, now she goes, he had his large white hands folded under his chin. <laughs> his large white hands. Mm. Did y'all forget Edward was white? Edward's white? Edward is white. No way. Super white. Wait, how white is he? How, Very white. How much white is he? <laughs> Alabaster white, they said. <laughs> how much white is he? <laughs> He's one of the whitest. <laughs> A credit to his race. Oh, God. <laughs> Mama my head. <clears throat> White people could have said it's a season <laughs> What's on the back of the Declaration of Independence? Please stop. <laughs> You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> okay. Uh, she goes, She goes. they're really needs to each other. She goes, it was too easy to get wrapped up in our own private, tense little bubble. And I'm like, after one night, after one night of hanging out together, and he drove like at 75,000 miles an hour. So really, you were together for like 20 minutes in the restaurant, 20 minutes in the car. Get yourself in order <laughs> isabella oh god so she goes i tried to remember to exhale he like looked at her uh like really you know his golden eyes were piercing her she goes i tried to remember how to exhale i had to look away before it came back to me i'm sorry what your body exhales exactly on its own okay okay thank you unless it's a goes- hardware issue <laughs> right <laughs> who goes who's looking at a man and he's like he is so fine that you're like Mm-mm. <laughs> you can't open your mouth to breathe out. How? Maybe you maybe you take either take like a sharp intake of breath or you don't. Like it takes your breath away. Right. But you do not hold your breath. Right. So that so that's just it. Her mind was so like all over the place that she thought she wasn't exhaling. She you know what I'm saying? Like it, her, her, if you, if your lungs are working as 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 the as you know, if they're taking air and and sending out air, your lungs are working, but in your mind you're not breathing. Uh, really annoying so then she's like you're doing it again he's like what she's like (laughs) dazzling me and that is so cringe bro dazzling me stop 
And then she goes, and he goes, oh, he frowned. She goes, it's not your fault. You can't help it. And I'm just like, honey, he didn't apologize. Right. I don't know why you're excusing him. The man hasn't even apologized. <laughs> and he's like, are you going to answer the question or not? Because he's moody as all get out. <laughs> I'd be moody too. <laughs> <laughs> then she goes, shut up. Then she goes, and she goes, um, yes. It goes, yes, you're going to answer the question. Or yes, you really think that. He was irritated again. Moody. Mm-hmm. Just moody. And so she's like, she's talking and there's like silence that's dragging on. Um, then she finally, she, she says, yeah. And he goes, you can't know that. And he goes, what makes you think so? His liquid topaz eyes are penetrating. And I'm just like, can we find better ways? Why do you keep describing the color of his eyes? We know. This is page 209. You have made it abundantly clear. His eyes are golden. And also that he's white. And also that he's white. Stop describing the hands as white. It's the like, eyes right, as golden. His, his, he didn't change, he didn't change uh, complexion overnight. Right. And so, like, the thing is, the only time that you should bring up his eyes is when either they're black or they're golden. But this whole, in, in, this, in this span of, like, two pages, she's called them golden, topaz, honey. Like, like, girl, get it. Oh, and that great color. And then she keeps calling them liquid. Is, is he crying? <laughs> is he crying? Does he have tears in his eyes? Oh. Why is it liquid? Anyway, so she goes... As I searched for the... Okay, it's not here. I stared back, struggling to think clearly in spite of his face, to find some way to explain. As I searched for the words, I could see him getting impatient. Frustrated by my silence, he was starting to scowl. I lifted my finger from my neck and held up one finger... My hand from my neck and held up one finger. Let me think, I insisted. His expression cleared. He's so moody that in this paragraph, she's describing how his face has changed because of her silence. Mm -hmm. Do you think... Like, like what about that is not scary to you? Mm -hmm. to, to me... That feels very scary. You're watching as his face is going from normal to angry, and you're fine with it. You're just like, oh, it's my silence is upsetting him. Wait, give me a minute. Let me think. And then, and then he's satisfied. Then he, then he, his his face clears because he's gonna get his way. She tells him, well, aside from the obvious, it, it always feels like you're saying goodbye to me. He's like, oh, she's perceptive. He goes, wait, what do you mean obvious? And she says, well, look at me. I said unnecessarily as he was already staring. I'm absolutely ordinary. Well, except for bad things like all the near-death experiences and being so clumsy that I'm almost <sighs> disabled. Why does she keep doing this? Hold on. Oh, let's read it all the way. And look at you. I wave my hand toward him and all his bewildering perfection. Yeah, that I'm almost disabled thing. What? She keeps saying that. What? Like, you know, you know Stephanie Meyer says the R word indiscriminately. It's... Or at the very least, she said it, it at this time when she wrote this book. Definitely. Yeah. And so then he's like, you don't see yourself very clearly, you know. I also feel like, uh, real quick, like her, that, her putting yourself down. Yeah, like, it's really annoying. Girl, when are you going to get tired of it? Because I'm tired of it. Exactly. It's very boring. But he goes, you don't see yourself cl very clearly, you know. I'll admit you're dead on about the bad things. And I'm just like, hi, Edward. It's the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. The patriarchy, Gabella Thicken, that you are so superior to her who has a heartbeat. <laughs> She's alive. Okay? She's alive. <laughs> and the patriarchy got her thinking that you are too high above her. As a corpse. As a corpse. You're a corpse. Okay? <laughs> An animated corpse. She is the only thing... Like, it... She's been told repeatedly that she is not good enough, that girls are not good enough, that girls have to work harder to be acceptable. To be, Like, that's what got her messed up. It's the patriarchy, Edward. Um, so then she but, goes, Oh, no, hold on. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. He chuckled blackly. Mm-hmm. Blackly, yes. Um, 
humorlessly. Okay. Or without humor. Without humor is better, I think. Yeah. Um, also, she goes, I blinked astonished. I don't believe it. And I was like, yo, that is me. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> People are like, oh my god, you're so great at this or that. And I'm just like, I don't... I don't Stop know. saying that. <laughs> Stop lying. You take it back. It's like right now. It's like... <laughs> Um, uh, he goes, don't you see? That's what proves me right. I care the most because if I can't, because if I can do it, if leaving is the right thing to do, then I'll hurt myself to keep from hurting you, to keep you safe. And this argument is so stupid because then she goes, I glared. And you think I wouldn't do that? Hold on. But also, it's not romantic to be like, I would hurt myself to, for you. That's not romantic. No, but the second thing is, isn't he proving her point? Yes. If he's saying, I love you more because if I could leave you, I'm protecting you. But I'm hurting myself, right? If he's saying that means I love you more and he's refusing to leave, then isn't he making her point for yes. her that she loves him more than than he loves her? Because she goes, I love you enough to put myself in harm's way and not Correct. care about it. Correct. Who loves who more then? Right. And that's what she's like. She's like, you think I wouldn't do that? You think I wouldn't just leave you? So and This reminds me of the argument. There was a guy arguing at the store, yelling at the guy. <laughs> behind the counter saying like cause they, they were arguing about money or i think they were arguing about money and the guy who was arguing with the the store clerk he's like oh i'll give you ten dollars right now i'll give you twenty dollars right now i got money and i'm just how like, much you want for that i'm like is he threatening to pay this man <laughs> it was just bizarre <laughs> so he so uh, edward goes um of course uh keeping you safe is beginning to uh feel like a full-time occupation that requires my constant presence Savior Edward to the rescue yet again. That whole Always. thing, I just, I, I hate that. Um, because, again, he's like, can't, you know, gotta have me. Gotta have me in your gotta life. Gotta have me around. Um, you know, go ahead. And so she goes, and you don't think that I would do the same? He goes, you'd never have to make that choice. And that's him saying, like, I have the power in this situation. Right. Like, I could leave and it'd be fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but then she goes, abruptly, his unpredictable mood shifted again. And that is pretty much the byline of Edward. In these first few chapters, that they're getting to know each other. Yeah. His mood, unpredictable, and can change at a moment's notice. Yeah. Um, I also think, though, that that goes back to his being a vampire. He's a, He feels like a, a lot of things at once. That's true. Um, doesn't make it okay, but I think that that's what it is. I don't, I don't think it's like... I think if he were human, these, these sudden shifts would not be a thing with him. Right. That's true. Um, so she goes, if I had to, I suppose I could purposely put myself in danger to keep him close. That, but, oh, oh, dot, dot, dot. I banished that thought before his quick eyes read, in, read it on my face. That idea would definitely get me in trouble. <laughs> A few things. First of all, <laughs> putting yourself in harm's way to keep him close. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I, I, I can't. Um, also foreshadowing, no? Right. Um, the idea that, like, a thought can get you in trouble mm-hmm. with your man, mm-hmm. he's not your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also that she's like, I banished that thought. So, like, I was like, girl. But then she said, I banished that thought. I was like, okay, well, at least she thought better of it. She was like, before he could tell what I was thinking. I was like, girl, you banished that thought not because it was wild and out of pocket. You banished that thought because you didn't want him to be upset with you. Anyway. Um, so she's like... So she tells they're talking about the Seattle trip. She's like, I want to drive because you drive like really reckless. And he's like, well, um, and she's like, besides, like, if I don't take my truck, then Charlie's going to know that I'm not going by myself. And he's like, well, but you are going to tell Charlie, aren't you? And she's like, no, no, I'm not. 
And he's like, but why not? And she said, because with Charlie, less is more. He doesn't want to always be my business. I also don't want him all in my business all the time. And he goes, he's upset with her. He's like, you need to tell him. Um, and then he goes, because he says, I can't imagine what's going to happen to you in Seattle in a size in a built in a city that size and she goes phoenix is three times bigger than seattle just in population and in physical size but apparently he interrupted he interrupted me your number wasn't up in phoenix so i'd rather you stayed near me his eyes did that unfair smoldering thing again and i'm just like he told her last chapter that her number was up when she met him so for him to be cheeky enough to bring up this whole your number is up thing when he told her your number was up when you met me, it's really out of pocket. And so she goes, you should tell Charlie, though. And she's like, why in the world would I do that? His eyes were suddenly fierce to give me some small incentive to bring you back. Wow. It is wild that he said that to her. And she's like, <sighs> she <You> gulped. <laughs> she goes, I gulped. But after a moment of thought, I was sure. I think I'll take my chances. And I'm just like, what's wrong with her? Like, he's like... Bella, do something to give me some consequences. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have lived so long without consequences. Give me something to fear. Yeah. And she's like, mm, no. <laughs> no. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> and she's like, no, I think I'll take my chances. And it's like, it's, it's, he's, he's right in this part. She needs to tell Charlie. Like yeah. I said before, she should travel anywhere with anyone without letting someone know that she's going with this person. Yeah. It's not safe. Nope. Then she starts talking about... She starts talking about, like, why did you guys go to, to like, this, uh, to where the bears were? And he's like, I'm his favorite is bears, which is weird. Like, I don't like that he told her that. But, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, what's your favorite? And he's like, mountain lion. Like, this is, like, a normal conversation to be having. And then she goes. I mean, they don't have a normal situation. I know. I know. Um, he goes, of course, we have to be careful not to impact. Okay, I don't know why I care about this, but I do. I'm sorry. Just read this quick. We have to be careful not to impact the environment with injudicious hunting. We try to focus on areas with an overpopulation of predators ranging as far as we need. There's always plenty of deer and elk here, and they'll do, but where's the fun in that? And so I, I don't know why I care, but I do. <laughs> care about what? The, that they're not impacting the environment with indiscriminate killing. I kind of hate that. <laughs> like, in the sense, yeah, I get it. But also, like, you're talking about the environment? Like, yes. <laughs> right so here yeah so like here's the thing is that i i'm not against them like doing their best to everybody doing their part to protect the environment but i it's it's such a weird thing to to me to drop in the middle of this for stephanie meyer to be like um they're vampires and he but like their conscience he manipulates this girl at every opportunity he has but like let me just drop real quick that they're eco-friendly vampires oh okay yeah no for sure it's, but I, it's it's yeah, pretty ridiculous it is ridiculous but i don't care um i don't know i rather i don't know why i care but i do and so then she's like but you're supposed you how do you hunt without weapons he's like oh we have weapons he flashed his bright teeth and in a brief threatening smile i fought back a shiver before it could expose me it's scary you're scared that was an appropriate reaction <laughs> uh, she's like i don't want to think i'm not down <laughs> right <laughs> And then she's like, and you like bear too? And he's like, more, just, oh, because he was like, that Emmett hunting is like a bear. And she was like, and you like, and are you like a bear too? He goes, no, more like the lion. So, or so they tell me. Perhaps our preferences are indicative. And then she goes, perhaps. He goes, is that something I might get to see? <laughs> what is wrong with her? <laughs> and he goes, absolutely not. His face turned even whiter than usual. That's twice in one chapter. <laughs> and his eyes were suddenly furious. I leaned back stunned, and though I'd never admitted to him, frightened by his reaction, 
He leaned back as well, folding his arms over his chest. And he's like, she's like, too scary for me? And I, he goes, if that were it, I would take you out tonight. He said, his voice cutting. You need a healthy dose of fear. Nothing could be more beneficial for you. And I'm like, I kind of, so in a, in a way, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, me, me too. I agree that, God, I don't like it. Yeah, I agree that, like, she does need a, a good healthy dose of fear. Um, but I think more to the point and more um, salient to this conversation. Yes. You could also, also, you could stay away from, from her. her. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's true. That is true. And also, you could stay away from her. You are the one putting her in danger. Yeah. You are the one who is being capricious. Yes. And insane. Don't put it on her that she's not having a normal reaction. The girl's infatuated. The girl is in her feelings. And just like anybody who's infatuated or in their feelings, she's like, you wouldn't hurt me. I believe the best in you. I believe that you would not harm me. And I want to spend as many t as much time as I can with you. And I want to be with you every second of every single day because I'm obsessed with you. And he knows good, well enough. Like, he knows enough to leave her alone. But he doesn't. And he constantly puts it on her. But you don't listen. But you're stubborn. But da, 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 And this and that. No, no, no. No, yeah. no, no. You're the one with the knowledge and understanding of what you could possibly do to her. And you keep coming back. Yep. It's not on her. That's true. So how about you get a healthy dose of common sense? Yes, Edward. Or, you know, like a conscience. Because you like to walk around like some, you know, like a friendly vampire. I'm just here for the good times. And for like, I'm not here to harm anybody. But you you don't have enough uh, self-control to stop putting this girl in harm's way. A conscience. A vampire with a conscience. It's not Edward Cullen. It's self-exalvatory. Self exactly. Let's anyway, move on. Let's move on. We're moving on, Edward. That's it. You're not that girl. You're not that girl. Um, and so then she's like, then why? And he was like, later, we're going to be late. And like, how does she not understand that it's because he could kill her? Like, fine. Like, he should stay away from her. But like, in my sense, she's like, is that something I'll get to see? Like, it's fascinating. No. <laughs> why would you want to see that? Anyway, and then um, she goes, I glanced around, started to see that he was right. And the cafeteria was nearly vacant. When I was with him, the time and the place were such a muddled blur that I completely lost track of both. I don't know what's up. She doesn't up. know exactly. She doesn't know what's up, what's down. Um, I mean, time is a social construct, but she she needs <laughs> so to, <laughs> so, <laughs> she needs to get it together. She really does need to get it together. It, it's it's so Bella Bella, and he needs to stay away from her. But I mean, we know he's not going to. But like, jeez, a mess, a whole mess. Anyway. Next chapter is like... I hope Jacob shows up in the next chapter. I think he does. I'm getting so... It's called Complications, and if I'm not mistaken, at the very least, Billy Black makes an appearance. That's great. So I'm, I'm so Jacob. ready for some people of color to show up on the, on the Right, right, right. <laughs> some <laughs> people with some common sense. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but... To know but, not to trust... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Or the white faces. Pale faces, pale faces. Pale faces. That's what I said. Um... <laughs> Quote me if you want to. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.